back here on the First Cut Podcast with Kyle Porter. I'm Chip Patterson. That is Kyle Porter. The playoffs are here. The regular season is complete. The cut has been made at 125 coming up this weekend. We got the Northern Trust. You can watch all the action on the weekend on CBS. And then after that, there will be another cut at 100, then another cut at 70, and then the final week off. And then the final 30 will head to East Lake in Atlanta for the Tour Championship. Then it's the Ryder Cup. Uh, playoff season is here. Are you? Is your body in postseason mode, Kyle? Well, I got to confess something, Chip. I am already nervous about my Twitter game during the Ryder Cup because I'm going to be at home. There's going to be a lot of pressure uh, to just be firing off just amazing takes at like three in the morning as Patrick Reed is doing laps around the grandstands in Paris. Right. Like on the, on the first hole. So I'm, I'm already like trying to get my mind right. I, I, it's sort of like, it's sort of like how LeBron looks at the finals. Like he, I think he views the first few rounds as like just sort of, you know, like he's engaged, but he's not locked in like he is for the finals. So that's sort of how I'm viewing, uh, the, these, these FedEx Cup playoffs, the the real my my real tour championship is is the week after the tour championship at the Ryder Cup. <laughs> for but I thought that uh, <laughs> the, your your early morning showing for the Open was strong enough that I've got to think that you're you're in a pretty good place for that. Like, isn't the is 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 most of the 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 MVPs of golf Twitter are going to be stateside, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah there will be yeah. there'll be a great community that's all going to be up together talking to each other on group chats and Twitter. Yeah, just tweeting back and forth to each other because no, because everybody else is sleeping in until college football starts like seven hours later. <laughs> right. Uh, so we we uh, we've got a lot of time. We're gonna. I think we'll probably end up talking about some Ryder Cup in uh, in pretty much every single episode between now <laughs> and uh, and the when they finally get it going at Le Golf Nacional um, on the twenty eighth of September. Uh, as we look back at the weekend at the Wyndham Championship, we had uh, a fifty nine, a fifty nine. Brent Snedeker goes really, really low on Thursday, and then he's able to uh, to to sort of hold off the rest of the competition, uh, including a furious charge from CT Pan and uh, and many others from uh, from throughout. Like you know, we had a DA point sighting. I mean, it was a it was a who's who of you know just. Just the the guys that were fighting for their spots. Uh, let's see, we had Harris English trying to make sure that he got inside the uh, top one twenty five. I, I would say, where on your on your level of t- where are your strongest takes coming from from a Wyndham Championship where we saw most of our top what fifteen thirty? I mean, pretty much everybody. Even even Webb went low with a sixty two on Sunday. Um, out, outside of Webb, most of our top fifteen guys were pretty much all sitting this one out. Yeah, at 59 with a bogey is sick. Like I it's awesome. I mean, it's worth think, celebrating. Yeah, it's it should be it should be it's I consider it I hold it in higher regard than 59 without a bogey. And and Snedeker deked everyone because he was how about this? He was one over through three holes. And then just caught it. Yeah, and then he plays the next uh, what is that? Fifteen and twelve under. Twelve under. Yeah, I mean it's a, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> it, no, that that was cool. I I thought that, man, I, I was watching him on Sunday. I was actually like 
uh, I don't know if surprisingly is the right word, but I was pretty engaged in this event. I, I think it, I think we get so used to sort of the grind of like, Oh, they're at the Memphis and they're at Memorial and they're at Dallas, like just the, just the middle of the season that I think sometimes when that gets disrupted by something that's unusual, which is guys that are a little bit like you're, you're playing with something on the line. That's not like most of those guys don't, care that much about money but they do care about keeping their tour card mm-hmm. i guarantee you harris english cares a lot more about keeping his tour card than he does about a hundred thousand dollars and i think that makes for some really good uh just dramatic television i mean i i, I was pretty engaged and i think it's a little different with somebody like sergio who finished outside the top 125 Sergio doesn't care about making the playoffs. I mean, I think he does in terms of like what's his form for the Ryder Cup, but in terms of like money and playing and whatever, I, I just he's 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 a he's on the PJ Tour because he won the Masters last year. So I, I don't I don't know how much that matters, but I thought it was a pretty engaging tournament, all all things considered. And and Snedeker going wire to wire was was pretty cool. He I think he's such a likable guy to, to watch and to to root for and and whatever uh it, it was cool to see him win it on sunday just because he hasn't won in almost two years now right hasn't won a sternum issue which is a strange injury for uh for a golfer uh yeah. caused him to miss some time and so this is his first win since then right yeah he's he's got some uh sort of chronic bone issues I, I don't know i i can't remember the terminology for it but it's something that's plagued him off and on over the course of his career and you could tell that i mean he was getting he he kind of gave like took a shot at bubba watson he's like yeah i feel like bubba out here i just want to cry all the time uh which was hilarious in his in his post-round interview but it I think it's I think it's hard. I mean, it's really hard for somebody who has kind of climbed the mountain. He's won nine times now. He's won the FedEx Cup. He's done basically everything but win a major. Right. And to 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 like fall off and be hurt and not really be playing that well. He only had two top tens up until Greenbrier, which was about a month and a half ago, and then he finished top ten there and obviously winning uh, at Wyndham. It's just it's. I think it's harder for those guys to to go through the valley because it it like the mountain just feel or like climbing that mountain feels so far away. Um, I mean, and, he called so it, it he called it mediocre golf. He said, "I want to thank everybody for sticking with me through so a lot of mediocre golf." Yeah, and it and it was. I mean, he's he's just not top tenning and not obviously winning and just just not playing very well. And uh, man, he's one of those. He's one of the guys that kind of like obviously guys like Rory and DJ and Kepka and whoever, like they can get on heaters, but you've got this second tier of guys that can get on heaters. That's like, like I would put Webb in that group. Agreed. We've seen him do it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Snedeker's in there. I'm trying to think, uh, I don't know, maybe somebody like, um, Tommy Fleetwood, Hideki, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Guys that are not, major champions i guess webb's a major champion but that you you look at and you're like that guy could like make you know seven birdies and nine holes or 12 go 12 under and 15 holes and those guys are fun to watch because when they get locked in it's like they can't miss you know they can't miss a shot his 59 his back nine on on thursday i think he hit 
Sean Martin tweeted it out. I think his average approach shot was like eight feet or six feet or something like that. Jeez. Average. Jeez. He had like seven inside of five feet or so. I mean, it was a joke. We, and that's really, really fun to watch. We had the uh, the group group techs were popping as Webb started to make his move. And it, <laughs> I mean, dude, he had two missed putts on the back nine that probably could have dropped and then the missed tee shot on 18. And he still finished with a 62. Webb, like Webb, yeah, was, I, Webb was playing well enough to shoot 59 on Sunday. How about him finishing seventh in the FedEx Cup? I mean, I know we like whatever the FedEx Cup is. What I don't know, but whatever it is. But what a good season! I Great mean, he's season. been he's been awesome, right? And then and, Ryder Cup and making players. it making making Ryder Cup on your on your points alone. Uh, yeah, great. Great season for Webb, and of course he he was your uh, your expert pick to win because he was the only top fifteen player who was there. Yeah, and you know the thing about him, it, this got talked about at the players, but he is he's like one of the fifteen best putters on tour right now. I mean, statistically, I think he's uh, I looked at it today. I think he's like twelfth or eleventh or something like that. And that's such a shift. Like it, it's one thing to go from being whatever he was, 150th, to to being 80th. Like that's sort of the the leap that you see some really really good ball strikers like uh, Rory or somebody like that, Hideki. Like when they when they have a good season, it's because they've gone to like 70th or 80th or 50th in putting. But to go from where he was to like. 11th or 12th that's crazy i mean he's had just a statistically and and all around just an awesome year he's kind of i feel like he's sort of a dark horse for tour championship or for a fedex cup i don't think he's a dark horse because he's been in the mix before yeah but you've just got so many guys up there i mean look at the top five it's like dj kepka rose jt i mean he's a dark horse in the sense that he's among the favorites who's not like the biggest names uh, among the favorites. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. What's, have, have you had to make a, uh, have you had to make an expert pick on who's going to finish as the FedEx cup champion? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I've had to, but I did. And uh, I went with Kepka. Mm. I think he breaks out of the only wins majors deal. Uh, we've seen this recent, our, by the way, last three FedEx cup champs, Spieth, uh, Rory and JT. All players of the year, also. Ge- uh, yeah, Gen- and all generationally great. And so, if that trend continues, there's like two guys it could be with because Kep- I don't Kepka and who. Well, I guess there's like two or three. I think Kepka, JT, and and uh, DJ. I, I just I don't think that Rory and Spieth are playing the type of golf that that would. Uh, engender the opinion that they're going to win the FedEx Cup, uh, but I think I think that Kepka, JT, and, and DJ uh, are, and those are all just kind of generationally great players. As Rory uh, will not be playing in the first playoff event, he wants to spend some time thinking about his game. There is like you just put Spieth and Rory uh, in the same category in that context. Or what about in the context of which one of those two players do you think? is the most likely to find something before let's say the end of the Ryder cup. Like which, which of those two players do you think has the better chance to put together a a little, a short string of some really good golf uh, before we get to the end of September? 
It's a good question. I think Spieth probably. He seems to be able to kind of summon summon whatever it is that makes him great, uh, like at a moment's notice. I mean, we saw flashes of it at the Masters and the Open to where you're like, wow, is he even, is he even playing well? You know, like is he, is he hitting it well? Is he putting well? And then all of a sudden he shoots, you know, he almost shoots 62 at Augusta on Sunday to win or to get to a playoff. So I think Spieth, although I do agree with uh, Kevin Van Valkenburg's take about how the Ryder Cup might be a thing to get Rory going, like to just get him kind of reinvigorated. Um, but I think for the FedEx Cup, I would probably say Spieth. Spieth uh, also, I mean, we're, we're talking about, he goes 66, 69, 66 to close the PGA Championship, finishes outside the top 10. But uh, I, I, I think that in almost... I, th- I think that other than getting uh, cut at the U.S. Open, I think that in all of the other majors, there was at least something that Spieth could build on. I remember after the Open, he was so confident about it. With McElroy, I I feel like I have forced myself into extrapolating the small wins into thinking that it could be uh, a key to something bigger. Yeah, it, I was looking back at what Rory did in 16 when he won the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup. So he went into that playoffs. So if you look at the U.S. Open on, he got cut at the U.S. Open in 16 at Oakmont. He finished T5 at the 16 Open Championship. Uh, was That that was Stinson Phil, I think. So yeah. he was like 20, 20 behind Stinson. Uh, and then he got cut at the PGA. That was Baltusrol. That was Jimmy Walker. And then he finished so two cuts and a T five. He finished T thirty one at the first playoff event. And so you're like, okay, well, sweet. And then he goes win T forty two, win ten million dollars. So obviously he's able to kind of just summons it whenever he needs to or whenever you know it just it, it can come to him quickly uh kind of like speed so I, I i i don't know i i don't know what the the right answer to your question is but my my gut says speed uh in terms of this year's fedex cup it's gonna make me a little bit angry if the week before the Ryder cup rory mackerel rory mackerel goes from being like 29th to winning the tour championship and winning the FedEx cup. Well, I mean, that's sort of think back to 16. That's what I mean. Like as as soon as you were mentioning that, I was like, great. So he's going to steal that. And then he's going to go into the Ryder cup all juiced up. Yeah. I mean, that's 16 was crazy because he got to Hazeltine and was just, I mean, that week was so insane for him. Like he was just, he, he was riding that momentum and, and he seems to be able to sort of, do that as well as anybody from from week to week. I mean, we saw it in 14 when he won the three in a row, including two majors. And he was so jacked up for that Ryder Cup and played so well until kind of the back nine on Sunday against Reed. Um, yeah, I mean, it could happen. And I think that I think that carrot out in front of him of the Ryder Cup is not uh, inconsequential. It's not trivial. I think it's a I think it's a real thing. I mean, he. He, of all the guys on the European side, I think sort of reveres and values the Ryder Cup as much as any of them, uh, and maybe even more so. So I, I think that'll be um, I think that'll be an interesting storyline heading into the final few weeks. That's the, the, 
you know, the Rory McIlroy, the egalitarian, the guy who wants to be with his mates. He just, he, he loves being able to share that spotlight. Yeah. And the, the, I mean, I just, I think about that 16 Ryder cup all the time, just all the different things that happened and it sort of gets lost, but the, uh, day one, the bow on 15 after he made the Eagle to win, to win his match with Peters, uh, I think it was 15. Was it 16? Whatever the par five was on that back nine at Hazeltine. I, I was standing, I've told this story a million times, but I was standing next to uh, Chris Allman, no line up, and he looked like he had seen the ghost of old Tom Morris. I mean, it, he, <laughs> he, it, we, we were just stunned by the things that unfolded uh, in at on the course by Rory. It was crazy, uh, but it was, you just don't see that stuff anywhere else besides the Ryder Cup. And that's why I think people are like, you know, why do you love the Ryder Cup so much? Like, why is it just, it's an exhibition, whatever. And it's stuff like that that you think back on and is so memorable and such a big deal and uh, and so much fun to look forward to. Okay, um, so bringing it back once more with Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth currently number 43 in the FedEx Cup points. Do you think that they're... um, do you think that he will be either higher or lower? So it's kind of over under higher or lower number tw- 19 and a half when the tour championship starts. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. He's, I think Rory's like 21st, him and Tiger 2021, 20, something like that. Um, uh, Spieth's got work to do to get the tour, to the tour championship. I'm going to say I think he'll be closer to number one. Like he'll be inside of 19 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is win. Like all Jordan Spieth needs to do is go win the Northern Trust and it's totally yeah, a game change. That's it. That's all. Just go win. Just, just go win a tournament with like, you know, 27 of the top 30 guys in the world in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's <laughs> I don't know what the big deal is. He's a three-time major champion. That's what I expect a three-time major champion to be able to do. Uh, he also finished with fewer FedEx Cup points than Ryan Armour. And House Revy. And, and, do what? And House Revy. Yeah, Shea Reve <laughs> and uh, Bo Hostler. Not good. Not good. Uh, here at Top Golf, we do lessons differently because at Top Golf, they've got certified instructors who not only help you improve your game, but of course, they, they want you to have a great time too. So as you're there and you're participating in all of the great activities that Top Golf has to offer and you're enjoying all of the amenities, you know what else you're going to have is you are going to have a certified instructor who's going to be helping you just you know, get that approach shot pinned in, shaving strokes off your game. The Top Golf lesson is what you need to do. So book a lesson at topgolf.com/lessons. You get to sip, snack, swing, and play better, all with Top Golf Coach. And you can book a lesson at your local Top Golf facility today at topgolf.com/lessons. Again, Top Golf is great. Lessons can be even better, and Top Golf's the way to do it. Topgolf.com/slash lessons tiger woods in a position where his game has us as confident as we've been in five years in his ability to win against the best players in the world as he how do you map his uh what is his fedex cup forecast in your eyes 
Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because he hasn't played a FedEx Cup since, I think, 2013. He went into it ranked number one in 13, finished second to Stinson, I believe, is who won it in 13. Because Horschel won it in 14, and then Spieth 15. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of surprised he's playing the Northern Trust, I guess. Or I think he's playing the Northern Trust. Last I saw, he was playing the Northern Trust. But, and the reason I'm surprised is because if he if he makes it all the way to, all the way to the Tour Championship, that's four playoff events in five weeks, and then the Ryder Cup. So essentially, five pretty stressful. I mean, quote unquote stressful for someone who's made as much money as him. Uh, events in six weeks. That's a lot, you know. And he's going to end up playing. I don't know, 18, 19 events, which is as many as he's played in a long time. I think I think you have to, I think there's only been one year since like 05 in which he's played that many events. I think he played that many in I want to say 11 or 12. But uh I don't know. I I and I, I said of course I've said this going into the PGA and then he almost wins. Right. I just worry I worry about a 42-year-old holding up over this long of a season with that much impact in in that span of time uh, during the playoffs in Ryder Cup. How I mean, is does it become a little bit of a a political move at all? Like if if he plays in the Northern Trust and plays well enough, does does he lose any uh, like brownie points, or is he going to end up getting raked if he decides that he wants to take the next event off and wait until BMW? I, I don't think so. I mean, Rory's doing it, and I don't think anybody is, you know, r- raking him over the coals for that. I, I think that, I mean, it's strategic, right? Like, the whole point is to get to the end and have a shot at, at the 10 mil and, and winning the FedEx Cup. And so if you're better off losing out on some points to reinvigorate your body or refresh your body, then, yeah, you should do it. You know, I, I think it's more common for guys to skip the first one, though, uh, than the second one. But uh, I think he, I think he's committed to all three: uh, the Northern Trust, uh, Boston, and then BMW. So I, I would be pretty surprised if he uh, pulled out of one of those. Although I, you know, who knows? It, there could be a t- tweaked injury or whatever that keeps him from from playing one. If yeah, Justin Ray, if Tiger plays in all four playoff events, he will have 18 starts this season on the PGA Tour. It would be only the second time since he turned 30 that he's made 18 plus starts in a PGA Tour season. Yeah, and he turned 30 in uh, what 2006. So there you go. I mean, that's uh, that's a lot. I can't. Yeah. I I don't know. It's a ton. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tiger. I'm gonna say Tiger does not make it to the Tour Championship. Wow. Okay. I mean, he he's gonna have to play pretty poorly to. He's I think 21st right now. So I guess you don't have to play that poorly. But based on what he's been so far this year, he's gonna have to play below his average so far this year to not make it. Essentially, I take back that take. <laughs> I, I I mean, it did. Did it sound confident? It wasn't confident coming out. Yeah, it sounded like you were sort of making it up as you went, and then you got to the end. And you're like, I don't, I don't think that was good. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I, I don't know, man. My my expectations for Tiger, unfortunately, are that 
like in, in at least one playoff event and maybe also in the tour championship, he he's going to get hot and make a run and we're not going to we're not going to ultimately see him win the 10 million, but he could make things interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's going to either I think he's going to come close to winning or or maybe even win one of the events. I don't know which one. Um it probably benefits him to have the smaller fields, like the BMW is only seventy guys. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that's the closer to what we'll see in reality. And I mean, how crazy would that be to have Tiger coming down Eastlake on Saturday and Sunday for ten mil, just, just from where he was? I, we keep saying this, but it keeps being true. Just from where he was a year ago, and and uh, with the Ryder Cup that he's, I mean, that he's going to play in. It's just it's. It's kind of surreal still. It'll 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 be uh he'll be the the Xander Shoffley Memorial Tour Championship winner. Brooks Kepka wins the FedEx Cup. <laughs> yeah. Like he Brooks really could. Brooks plays in the third to last group and shoots uh sixty eight to win the ten mil. Yeah. Could happen. Right? I mean that's not yeah, that's not that bizarre. It, It'd be it'd be PGA Redux. Uh, what's the what is what is the chances that in uh, our sort of Ryder Cup picture predictions, how much do you think can still be shaped by our performance here in the FedEx Cup? Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Uh, so you've got your eight that are in. Phil and Tiger are in. I mean, the, I just I don't see any scenario in which they're not in. I think Kucher is really safe i mean i know i know he didn't finish i think he finished uh 10th or 11th in the Ryder cup standings i just feel like somebody like him finishes in the top 12 i feel like he's in like even if let's say he misses the first two cuts at these playoff events which i don't think he'll do i just i just think the guys that are on the team the spieths the rickies the jts are like yeah we we want kuchar like that's that's our guy like we want him here so I honestly feel like there's almost nothing those three guys can do to not be on the team. But then I think it gets interesting with with Bryson, even though he finished ninth in the um, in the Ryder Cup standings. I do think there's a scenario in which he maybe he doesn't play himself out, but somebody else plays their way in. Somebody like a Xander, somebody like well, I mean, what if Snedeker wins like two out of three events or something like that? Um, and, and I think that the last, I think, so I think Kuchar, Tiger and Phil will get picked on September, whatever the first, uh, captain's pick date is September 3rd, I think. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that is the final captain's pick. So I think that will be the either Bryson, Xander, Finau, Kisner, maybe Snedeker. I, I don't know. I think that would be that pick. Uh, I mean, what if, I mean, what if, like what we saw with Billy Horschel in 14, Who, who's, is that Snedeker this year? Maybe. And then what do you do? Like, do you go with Snedeker who's been there, who's just red hot, or do you go with Bryson because him and Tiger play the same ball? I have no idea. <laughs> because they play the same ball. That's why I, yeah. well, all right. So here, this was the other part that I've introduced to the calculus in terms of the way that I'm uh, trying to run the scenarios is do you? How hard is Ricky Fowler going to try to play through this oblique injury? 
I don't think very hard. I mean, I, I think he like shouldn't. is is there a position? Is there is there a world where he ends up being a Ryder Cup scratch? And so, if you are a Xander or a Tony Finau or even a Bryson DeChambeau, you I mean you you're not thinking about this. I mean, you're thinking about how to play the best golf you can, you know, week to week. But as someone who looks at this from an analysis point of view and who's trying to predict the way this is going to fall, the, there is a a world and a potential that there is another spot there that could come open with Ricky Fowler's injury. Yeah. I, I do think that there's a scenario. He, he was, he was very discreet about the injury. Like it, there's just not a lot of information surrounding it. It was clear they were trying to keep it from getting out during the PGA, which I don't, I'm not totally sure why, but I do think there's a scenario in which you could see him like if he, if this injury lingers, I don't think it will, but if it does, you could see him filling the, the Bubba Watson role in 16 where he's there. Like he's, he's part of that crew essentially and sort of like a vice captain or just along for the ride and then somebody else backfilling his slot on the team. And, and yeah, like that could be uh, Bryson or Xander or Finau or whoever. I, but I, I think the more likely scenario is maybe he takes an extra week off from the playoffs, make sure he's healthy and then is ready to go for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, we are talking about one of the only guys who actually agreed to go to the Olympics. So he does like suiting it up. Oh yeah, gamer, gamer, absolute sure. gamer. Uh, any? Do you have you have you thought at all? Do you have a bold Northern Trust prediction? Uh, yeah, I I really like. So I was looking at the course. The uh, tradition. So the the. Um, Ridgewood Country Club is the course that's uh, hosting this week, and they've hosted three playoff events before. So this will be the fourth time they've hosted a playoff event. And traditionally, you see really good putters uh, win here. Like mm-hmm. there's almost a disproportionate um, advantage for good putters. It's not a it's not a super like long bombers course. So I I really like Snedeker to play well again. Sick. I really do. Oh, let's go. Like I, th- I think he's like out of his mind hot right now. I re- I really, really do. And does that mean he's gonna win? No, but I, I, I might, I might end up picking him. He is, uh, man. He's there's that's Sneds is a Sneds is another one of Brant Snedeker's another uh, Southern United States nineteenth hole favorite. <laughs> I like Kisner this week too, and Jason Day. Jason Day's got a really good history here. He's, I think, number one on the PGA Tour in putting. Uh, uh, Justin Ray tweeted this out. He's been the best, uh, like, under like best score to par player in the FedEx Cup playoffs over the last, I think it was four or five years. So, I think those are those are the guys that I like: Kisner, Snedeker, Day. Word. He is Kyle Porter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Kyle, thank you very much. Thanks, Chip. <laughs>